Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco. Here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Today we emanate from the Sports Byline SB Nation Studios in the city by the Bay, San Francisco, California. Yes, the man was correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We have open phone lines. This show is yours. You want to impart? You can. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's toll-free. one 800 Eight seven eight seven five ten. Of course, the the uh, guilt free text line four one five four one five two seven five one six one three. That's four one five two seven five one six one three. Today we take a hard look at Iron Mike Tyson. Right, straight up, the former undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, folks. The man that was knocking everybody dead until he ran into James Buster Douglas and the meltdown of Mike Tyson. Of course, the great meltdown in Tokyo, February nineteen ninety, a forty to one underdog. Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson in 10th round to snatch the world heavyweight champion. The biggest upset probably in sports history, without a doubt, in heavyweight boxing history. So we'll talk that in depth. We'll also talk about the world of the USC in hour number two. Of course, we're talking about the Stippy Miocic, Francis Nagunu heavyweight title fight going down January the 20th from the TD Garden in Boston. Straight up, USC 220 is going to rock and roll, man. That main event is worth paying for, I kid you not. Stippy Miocic. The world heavyweight champion against Francis Magoo, who's the hardest-hitting guy statistically in the history of sports. Straight up, something's got to give in that one, no doubt about it. You're tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide, hour number one of two on Sports Byline and iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. I've got about 17 different internet platforms, but the bottom line is, you're tuned to Ring Talk, live from San Francisco, California. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you're one of the millions of Americans who can't work because of a serious injury or illness, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. It doesn't matter if you've applied before and the government has said no. Let the experienced attorneys at Bill Gordon & Associates help you get the Social Security disability you deserve. Their team of attorneys have been fighting for benefits for people just like you for over 20 years. And best of all, they There's no fee until you receive your benefits. There are many conditions that make you eligible, including some you may not even be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Bill Gordon and Associates today for your free no-obligation consultation. See if you qualify for the Social Security benefits you need and deserve. 800-443-4996. 800-443-4996. That's 800-443-4996. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. You're inside looking for us 32, 33, 30, almost 34 years now. Radio coming to you from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Wow. Um, I'm a little thrown off here this morning. Just, just not, I guess, not on my game plan this morning. Actually, I am. I'm just thrown off by all kinds of things going on around me. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, you're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. We'll hear from Ernie Shavers a little bit later in this first hour. And the reason why I'm bringing Ernie Shavers back, of course, this was an interview that I did in 2017 with the hardest hitter in the history of boxing. And the reason why I'm bringing him back is that Francis Nagunu is going to fight Stip Miocic for the UFC heavyweight title at UFC 220. That's from January 20th on pay-per-view. Okay, 
Francis Ngunu is the hardest hitter in the history of the USC, maybe the hardest hitter in the history of sports, okay, uh, statistically, from a machine, per se. So anyway, we're going to find out what happens when he happens when he rumbles with Stip Miocic, you'll see 220, much like Ernie Shavers rumbling with Muhammad Ali and, 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 uh, and Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes told me that Ernie Shavers hit so hard that you could see Ernie's, Ernie's punches coming, and they still knocked you down. So usually when you see a punch coming at you, you can stop it and say, guess what? Um, you know, I can psychologically withstand this blow because of the fact that I'm seeing it coming at me. It's the blows that you don't see that usually deck you. But the blows, I've never been knocked down by a punch that I saw. I've always been knocked down by punches I didn't see coming at me, basically a bunch of hooks. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I bring you back to about 1999. Mike Tyson been out of jail about four or five years now, and this is what he had to say about his life, three and a half years in prison. Well, former heavyweight boxing champ Mike Tyson certainly knows all about the harsh sound of those prison doors slamming behind him. Tyson spent a grueling three years in prison. It put his life in a tailspin. Well, I spoke with Iron Mike about the prison stint that forever changed his life for the better. He went to prison for three years after being convicted of raping a beauty pageant contestant. And I know you still maintain your innocence in that case. But if you would, take me back to the moment. You step into that cell, the door closes behind you. What's going through your mind at that time? Well, you know, I'm very depressed, but I'm really prepared for it, so I was prepared to go through the situation. But um, I just went to live in my life every day. That's what you have to do. Everything you had outside, you have to check it at the door and go into this place a different person. You were living, though, this life of luxury before that, a very out loud life of everything you could possibly have wanted. Give me a sense of what the adjustment was like, having to turn all that in. Well, um, I was living a life of luxury in prison, too, just not the same as I was outside. I didn't have any cars and stuff. But um, I had um, I had food. I was able to get what I wanted, to do what I wanted. I had, I had girlfriends. You know, I, so it wasn't like I... Oh, it's still not like your freedom. All that stuff is just not like your freedom. You say a life of luxury in prison, and I imagine I'd speak to a lot of other prisoners and they wouldn't have the same recollection of their experience. Is that because you are Mike Tyson and, and perhaps people were eager to give you more things than others would receive? Well, I don't know. That, could, that had a lot to do with it probably, but also I know how to talk to people. You know, I'm not a, a big shot. I'm not no gangster. So I, I know how to talk to people so things get done. And what was a day like, a typical day for you there? In prison? Yeah. Um, I get up, go to the gym, work out, come back, get on the telephone, make phone calls, go to school, go to visits. Did you at any point feel like you had to prove yourself to anybody, or, or did people steer clear of you because, hey, you're Mike Tyson? No, no, I was just, um, I was a simple guy. I'm, I didn't have to fight nobody. Somebody said, hey, I don't do the other guys to fight. They know, I was just a simple guy. I, I wasn't no big shot in prison. I wasn't no gangster, tough guy. I was just a simple guy in there. But, but, but people must have treated you differently, and, and I was actually curious if anybody you ever found at any time came gunning for you because... You were Mike Tyson, and maybe they felt like they had something to prove. No, I, I never had that feeling either. No, no, I never had any problem in prison. If it is, it, if there were any, it's because I started them. You know, sometimes I get carried away. You got out of prison after serving three of a, a six-year yes. sentence, and 
in your one-man show, you talk about how you still came out of prison an incredibly wealthy man. I want to take yeah. a look at that. So after I left prison, I have to admit I was scared. You ain't gonna believe this. Shit. I had around 380 to 400 million dollars in my bank account, right? Me, and not a clue how I was gonna survive the next 400 seconds. What, what exactly do you mean? Well, I was getting prepared to come outside. I was, I was, uh, I was pretty institutional. I was comfortable in prison. You know, everything, you know, I had no stress. Outside in the world, I had nothing but stress when I was out there last time. And um, I know I didn't know how I was going to do it. And I, and, I, and, um, and I was disastrous when I came out. I won a lot of money, but I was just, it, I was just, I, it just, the life was too fast for me when I came out. Uh, uh, what, what, what was the toughest part of the adjustment back afterwards? Yes, um, people. People, um... And violent. When I came out of prison, I was really violent for some reason. I mean, it's violent. And um, I got in a lot of trouble, of course, you know, because I was violent when I came out. And I think I was real bitter when I came out. That's the reason I was that way. Are you bitter now? Because a lot Not of... now. I'm hear, back in 95. Of, when I came out of prison, I was yeah. a maniac. Yeah. Was it based on... Because you do hear a lot of people who've come out of the system who feel like, especially if they maintain their innocence, that they were robbed of this time, in your case, three years of, of their life. Do, do you still feel any of, of that now? Oh, yeah, I, I feel that 100%. But um, I don't hold that to no bitterness. That's just something, that's just, it occurred, it happened. A moment in time, it's a wrap, it's over. I'm doing this stuff now. I can't get that time back. This is what I'm doing now. Would I be correct in my assessment, looking at you and talking to you and feeling your energy that perhaps you're in the best part of your life right now? At this stage in my life, it has to be. I've never been in love. You know, I've been in love with many women. It's not hard for me to be in love with anyone, but I've never been committed to any of them. I've always cheated on them, gave them venereal diseases or something, and I've never. You know, this is just what it is with my wife. We're together, and this is our. This is just what we're going to do. We're gonna, hopefully, God willing, we'll spend our lives together. That's just um, the whole idea of that is just so um, riveting to me that we that we'll stay together till one of us dies. The great Mike Tyson, folks, and when I say great, man, he handled himself in prison. He handled himself on the street. Yeah, he's had some issues, and he's grown up. I think that Mike had uh, had some uh, Flintstone vitamin issues early on. What I'm trying to say is I think that they pumped him full of Flintstone vitamins to an extent, and he reacted uh, like anybody would who was on Flintstone vitamins. But, you know, I was listening to the interview very intently, and when the interview started off, he said, take me back to that moment where you walked into prison. No. Take me back to the moment that brought you to prison, that sent you to prison. That's what we want to know about. Talking about that night with Desiree Washington, of course, in Indiana. And what happened was Mike Tyson invited her up to his room. She went up to the room. They got friendly. They got frisky. They were going back and forth. And and she realized that things were getting hot and heavy. So she went off into the bathroom and, re- and removed a how should we say, an undergarment that would have prevented her from having any sexual intercourse. Because she was spotting, supposedly. Okay, if you know what that means. Anyway, she leaves that on the sink board and goes back outside. She says Mike Tyson raped her at that point in time. My point as an attorney looking for reasonable doubt would have been was if she took the panty shield off and left it in the bathroom, it was pretty obvious she was intent on leaving that bathroom uh, with, with the intent of having sex with Mike Tyson. That's just the way I looked at it from an ex-policeman and an investigator's point of view and from an, from an attorney's point of view. In other words, that's what I would be trying to prove is that reasonable doubt there, okay? And I think there's lots of reasonable doubt as far as Mike Tyson and, and that woman were concerned. 
But at the end of the day, Don King hired an attorney that was known for his taxes, and he was an accountant type of attorney. And you can't, like, have an accountant type of attorney handling criminal charges. You just can't handle it. No way, no how, okay? And, of course, Mike Tyson was convicted and went off and spent three and a half years in prison for that. Something I don't think he should have spent any time for. I'm not a big Mike Tyson fan as far as what he's done outside the ring, folks, but I just don't think he raped Desiree Washington. I just don't think so. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide from San Francisco, California. I love the way that you walk, the way that you talk. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 
Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull. Let the first lady of soul do her thing here. Late, great Mary Wells. She was the first lady of Motown, the first lady of soul, the queen of soul, call her what you want. But the bottom line is, there was nobody better, nobody before the great Mary Wells. Of course, that was cut at the Motown Studios on West Grandview Boulevard in Detroit, Michigan, a place that I've been many, many times. Straight up, if you ever go to Detroit, go by Hitsville, USA. It costs you 10 bucks to get in, but guess what? The memories are well, well, well worth it. No doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, Johnny Glothkin, the world middleweight champion, uh, in the minds of many, but there are a couple of middleweight champions out there. Of course, we've got uh, the WBO champion, Billy Joe Sanders, coming up with a fantastic win, a 12-round win against David Lemieux a fortnight ago. Of course, that wasn't uh, considered to be a, a route on the scorecards. I mean, it wasn't uh, going in. It was going to be a close fight. But guess what? Sanders showed he was on a different level. And, of course, that's good because Sanders is a gypsy. Much like Tyson Fury. I kid you not. Both these guys are gypsies. Both former, one a current WBO champion, another a former WBO champion. But when I say they're gypsies, that is that they're, they don't live in one place. Suppose they live in cars or, or mobile homes and they drive around Europe and this and that. And I just can't see Tyson Fury at six foot seven driving around and living in a car. I just, I just can't do it. I, they call them wanders, the wanders. But I just can't see Tyson Fury like at six seven or six ten, however big he is. Fat, 350, 400 pounds. I just can't see him living in a mobile home or a car or a VW bug or something like that. I just can't see it. But evidently, that is what his life entails, okay? Billy Joe Sanders, not so much. I think he's, he's got some roots and some foundation. But he's undefeated. Current WBO middleweight champion, 160 pounds. Of course, he wants to take on Golovkin. But it looks like the Golovkin-Canelo uh, Alvarez fight is going to take place in the first week of May. Of course, the Cinco de Mayo weekend there in Las Vegas, Nevada. But... David Lemieux and Gennady Golovkin, Billy Joe Sanders, all these guys. I mean, Canelo Alvarez, these top four or five middleweights, they're all pretty good guys. On any given day, one guy could beat another guy. I don't think there's really any dominant guy out there. Unless Golovkin can continue to roll. He's undefeated now, like 34, 35, and 0. Hasn't uh, looked bad. He had that fight with Danny Jacobs, which he didn't look super stellar. But the bottom line, you know, he won that fight, and he won it going away. There was no doubt who won the fight after 12 rounds. So people knock him for that. But... The fight was Canelo Alvarez marred by the, the uh, by the judging in some people's minds of of I, I just don't I didn't think it was cool. She had like ten rounds to two for Canelo Alvarez. Okay, I'm talking about Robert Bird's wife Adelaide Bird in Las Vegas. We talked about this. We were together in Cuba, and she said that she had it wrong. And you know, she realized that after she watched the fight again, and people make mistakes. But she got caught up in the moment. Don't ask me how it happened, but everybody wants to crucify her because of that ten two score. Okay, crucifying people, judges for scores in which somebody gets burned, I've got a problem with. But seeing that this was a close fight, could have went either way. Some people thought that Golovkin might have edged it. Some people thought that Canelo might have edged it. But at the end of the day, it was a close fight, and it merits a rematch. So with the fight coming down officially as a draw, nobody really won, nobody lost. This is cool. They set it up a second time. They go in May 2018, and they make a lot of money. Or do they? Was the first fight really that good? I mean, it wasn't exactly like <clears throat> Hearns and Leonard or Hagler Leonard or Hagler Duran or Hagler Hearns. Well, it didn't equal any of those fights. What I'm trying to tell you is even though those middleweights are long past their peak and some are retired and some are dead, although Marvin's not dead, more obviously 
Durant is neither. Um, Leonard neither. Um, those guys were a, a tad better, I think, than, than the fighters of today. And I'm not saying that because I worked out with those guys and I jogged with them and sparred with some of these guys. That kind of stuff. No, 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 no. And I'm not trying to say that because I'm an old man and trying to compare generations either, saying my generation was better than your generation. No. I'm just trying to put the facts out there, okay, that the difference between boxers and fighters in the 1980s and 19, early 1990s and now is light years. And why do I say that? 15 rounds. That's right. 15 rounds. They were 15-round round title fights. That means 15 three-minute rounds. You see guys going 12 rounds now, and it's not, a, it's not a big thing. When a friend of mine, I won't mention his name, but he went 12 rounds for the California State Lightweight title one time, and he went 12 rounds against a guy that I used to bust up in the gym and drop left. I mean, I'm, I dropped this guy so many times that it was like an elevator when we were in the I would hit him with these body shots. He would just drop. He was from San Jose. I won't mention his name. But he was, dropped, he was just dropped. So anyway, a friend of mine who was world-ranked went 12 rounds with the guy. And I said to myself, something's wrong. And if you can go 12 rounds, anybody can really go 12, but you really can't go 15. 12 and 15, night and day. I kid you not. Preparing for 12-round fights, I watched guys prepare for 15-round fights. They didn't. Uh, it was a lot of long, slow running and then sprints. And with the 12-round fights, we do a lot more sprinting. And although we do our long-distance running as well, there's a lot more sprints involved. The, the runs are shorter. The training is less. The intensity is less. And, of course, when you get fighters in that 13th, 14th, and 15th round, the contention was by a lot of medical professionals was that fighters were dehydrated at that point in time, and that's how they were very susceptible to severe injury and or concussion, et cetera. Okay? I, I, I'll go with that. I, I'll go with that guys are dehydrated and this and that, but I'm still going back to those same-day weigh-ins. I mean, if a lightweight's a lightweight, he should fight somewhere around 135 pounds. If Gennady Golovkin's a middleweight champion and he weighs 160 pounds at the weigh-in, guess what? Come fight time, he should weigh somewhere close to 160 pounds, okay? And that's not the way it's going today in combat sports. Of course, my great friend Bob Spagnuolo was the guy that started this day before weigh-ins back in 1988. That was the first time, of course, Michael Nunn <clears throat> was going to challenge Frank Tate for the uh, the IBF light heavyweight title, the middleweight title, middleweight title. And, of course, Frank Tate, the former gold medalist out of Houston, Texas, good fighter, but he was straining to make the weight. So Bob Spagnuolo went to the Athletic Commission and said, you know, why don't we make this a bit of a spectacle and a, uh, a press event? Let's have the, the, uh, the weigh-in the day before, and we'll have the media there and this and that. And all the while, what was happening is that Frank Tate couldn't make 160 pounds. I mean, they did enemas. They did all kinds of crazy things to get Frank Tate to 160 pounds. Of course, he would end up losing that night. To, uh, to Michael Nunn, one-sided fight, no doubt about it. They got stopped inside the distance. But, you know, that was the beginning of the day before away. And Bob Spagnola, he was with the Houston Boxing Association. And that's what he, he started those day before away. And so we have him to thank for that. And in some regards, it is great that fighters get to get have their fluids get put back in them and all that kind of good stuff. But I just don't like guys. I wouldn't want – okay, I'll tell you what it is. Here's the, here's the problem I have with, with people in weight, okay? I fought 139 pounds, which is the junior welterweight limit in the amateurs back then. Now it's moved to 141 pounds. It was 141 uh, back when I was fighting. I'd still be fighting. Just kidding. Anyway, from 139 to 147 or 139 pounds, when guys would weigh in, and I'd weigh in with guys like 139 pounds on a Monday for a tournament, and we'd fight like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Sometimes they wouldn't weigh you in again. I always wanted same-day wins. I wanted to weigh, even though I died to make the weight. I mean, I'm dying. I used to... Oh, I know when you get dizzy or, or, or have my head spinning or anything like that, but, man, I went through some extreme weight cutting to get to that 139-pound limit sometimes. A lot of the times, it was because of my own 
stubbornness and the fact that I wanted to eat certain things. <clears throat> and I, I like my mineral water. Believe it or not, I was a big mineral water guy, a flavored mineral water. That was my, 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 my drug of choice, per se. And, and I actually got my weight out of control because I was drinking too much water. I kid you not. I remember one night, I guess I was fighting for a championship, the defending a championship in like the mid-80s. And my mother cut off the water in the house. And I said, what's going on here? She goes, oh, she goes, uh, uh, the water pipes, the water pipes are broken, something like that. So, so she gave me, she, she walked past me. I didn't think nothing of it. So then I went into the refrigerator, and all the fluids, liquids had been taken out of the refrigerator. Milk, water, juice, this and that. I mean, there was mayonnaise, there was mustard, there was lunch meat, there was eggs, there was bacon, there was all that stuff, but there were no fluids. Okay, so evidently what happened was her and my trainer, Chris Gomez, had gotten together, conspired because they knew I was a, a thirst freak and I was dying to, you know, I was I just was a thirst guy. I mean, that's how mom sort of got me through all those fights. I told you she used to to freeze up Kool-Aid, uh, Kool-Aid ice cubes, and I would suck on them. I mean, I kid you not. Listen, make a is not a joke. And that's why when you hear these guys say, well, you know, I think it's only five pounds, it's only six pounds, it's only seven pounds. Well, guess what? Unless you've been involved in combat sports, you don't realize what a couple of pounds could really mean. Because when I fought guys, as I said, weighed in at 139, uh, and I never got any higher than 43 or 44 in the week of the tournament, okay? But some of those guys, like Ernie Chavez, when I fought him at 147, he weighed in. He told me that when he fought, we fought at the Showboat Hotel in Las Vegas uh, for the National Golden Glo- and the National Golden Glove Tourney. And he told me that we, he weighed in at 47, I weighed in at 41. And I looked at him, I said, Dad, this guy's fat, he's slow, I'm going to box his ears. <laughs> so I went back to my room to show about cocky, happy, the whole nine yards, ate my food, kept my weight down, didn't need to put on any more extra weight. Then I got in the ring with the guy and looked across the ring four days later, and this isn't the same guy. He had a haircut, and that sort of changes his look to an extent. But no, it wasn't the same guy because he had gained 20 pounds. He was 167 pounds in the ring when I fought him. We were in a 147-pound fight. So you see my point as far as moving up in weight and having same-day weigh-ins and this and that. So I understand that fighters cheat, and they want to fight in weight classes in which they're their very biggest. I'm all down with that. I mean, I'm down with it. I wanted to fight at 139 forever, okay? In fact, I retired at 139 when I realized I couldn't fight at 147. I was too, listen, the reflexes and, and the timing and things like that were starting to go at 139. I was having, having problems making my weight. So I figured, you know what, maybe I could fight at 147. But it was almost a fatal decision. I kid, I kid you not. Because Ernie Chavez, of course, as I said, boxing his ears, was glorifying him. I think I even did a bolo punch on this dude. I was clowning him, okay? That was for about 2 minutes and 45 seconds. Then he clipped me with that right hook. And bam, boom! He clipped me with the right hook on the left ear, on the left side of the face. And my right side of my face was hurting. And I couldn't figure out why I was on the ground, horizontal, uh, on the, on, the, on the canvas there, my right ear was hurting. The reason why my right ear was hurting was that was what impacted the canvas when he knocked me down from that right hook. Yeah, don't fight southpaws. Never hook with a hooker. I did almost a fatal mistake. <laughs> I kid you not. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. We'll hear from the great Ernie Shavers, the hardest hitter in the history of boxing. Next up on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio.
This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800 935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Mm, the mighty smooth sounds of Tower of Power circa 1993. Ain't, what was that? that? Monster on a Leash album. That's right. You can't fall up. You just fall down. The mighty Tower of Power. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Um, <laughs> a lot of things I want to go by, but I want to mention the fact that my man, John Signorella, of course, Johnny Sig, we call him on the show, but today is his 39th birthday. And much like Jack Benny, he really is 39, forever. I kid you not. No, he is 39 years old. We wish him and his girlfriend the very best of luck. Of course, he's teaching school as far as drums and boxing and all kinds of good stuff down there in Sin City. One watch Johnny Sig and, of course, KP, Kevin Perry as well. The very best of luck and continued success down there in Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, Paul Gonzalez, remember him? 
I talked about him in depth over the years. Of course, he kid from East L.A. He was part of a, a PAL program. A, a cop sort of took him under his wing, and before you knew it, he was fighting in the Olympics, and he won the hundred and I think hundred eight hundred six pound gold medal back in the day. And of course, he was supposed to go on and win all kinds of gold medals. I mean, gold medals as far as uh, world championships concerned, meaning as a professional. They said he was going to win titles at like 112 pounds, 118 pounds, 115 pounds. He was going to run the gamut all the way to 135 pounds. Paul, Rod- Paul Gonzalez had that kind of build to him, okay? Well, guess what? Things are not so good for Paul Gonzalez. Not only did he lose an abandonweight title bid, of course, against the great Orlando Canizales, but Paul now, 16-4 with only three KOs, was arrested on December the 29th for lewd acts upon a child at the Eddie Harita Boxing Club in East L.A. Eight felony counts were filed against the 53-year-old former NABF champion. He is currently being held at the Men's Central Jail in L.A. Ooh. He was a trainer, of course, at the gym and became the first Mexican-American Olympic gold medalist in 1984. That was in the games in L.A. He had a rivalry with Orlando Canizales. I said Canizales beat him. But when you look at Paul Gonzalez, and I saw some pictures of him the other day, he had the smallest hands I ever saw in my life. I mean, the small. he was only 106 pounds. But his hands were so small, they were like presidential. I kid you not. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The guilt-free text line, it's happening. I'll get to a couple texts in a little while. 415-275-1613. And when I say the guilt-free text line, no commitment text line, what I mean by that is you don't have to, like, you know, get on the air and say anything and maybe stutter and mumble or something like that. No, no, no. Just lay out your thoughts, be it a compliment, be it a comment, be it a crack. doesn't matter. I don't care. 415-275-1613. Once again, the guilt-free text line, 415-275-1613. Now, I mentioned him earlier, and the reason why I brought him up, of course, he's got a book that's been out for about six or eight months now. I'm talking about the great Ernie Shavers. When I say great, he wasn't the greatest fighter, per se, but, man, the hardest hitter, pound for pound, in the history of boxing, no doubt about it. I take you to the big acorn, Mr. Ernie Shavers. I am honored, folks, with the presence of my next guest. Of course, he is called the acorn, the black destroyer. I call him Ernie Shavers. Ernie, how's life treating you, my brother? Life is great. In the fight game, I'm a lot of from business-wise. I'm well-known worldwide. So I travel all over the world. Uh, I stay quite busy. 74 and 14 with one draw. Let's talk about your boxing career before we get into Ernie Shavers 2017. Larry Holmes told me one time, me and Larry were kicking it in Antigua. You know where Antigua is? It's one of them islands out there in the Caribbean. I've been there, yeah. Yeah. So me and Larry are kicking it on the beach, and I'm saying, you know, what's it like, man? I mean, you know, fighting these dudes. You fought some bad dudes. He goes, yeah. He goes, you know. I said, Larry, you know, the only time I ever got knocked down in a fight was when I didn't see a punch coming. He said, yeah. He goes, that applies with everybody. I said, with everybody except one person. I said, who's that? He goes, Ernie Shavers. He goes, you can see the punch coming, but it don't matter. You're probably going down. You hit that hard, man. Yeah, I was I was a tremendous puncher. See, I grew up on a farm doing bales of hay. We had an old wooden furniture, a lot of chopping trees down for the cold. So they built up my leg and back muscle where the power come from. Hmm, interesting, interesting. But, you know, when, how can I put this? Holmes told me you hit hard. I, mean, I was with Ali in, in Macau a couple, on a couple of different occasions and this and that, and we talked about hard punches, this and that, and he said Ernie Shavers, and Ali wasn't the most vocal guy in the world in 1994, but he just rolled his eyes anytime I mention your name, man. Keep him away from me. Keep Ernie Shavers away from me. Ernie, I mean, 
they, they loved you, but they didn't want you around. Well, I got along with Ali. Ali and Larry both were good to me. Mm-hmm. Ali let me use his training camp to prefer for Jimmy Hall's fight and three other fights. Larry always worked for me when I need spine partners. Interesting. So, what was now? now who now, who got you started in boxing? Who was a manager? I can't think of his name right now. A little short guy. He fought. Um, he used to fight back in the day as well. I can't think of his name. Who who am I thinking of? Pedro Tomas. No, no, no. The, the little Jewish cat. The little Jewish cat that was with Don King. Remember, he lost you to Don King in a contract dispute or something like that? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, but he, he, he didn't get me started. That guy didn't get me started. Pedro told me I got me started. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He, he, the Don guy did work for me uh, while I got in the fight game. But Pedro told me as a young fan of Ohio. That's who started me in 70, like in 1967. Okay. When you hit people and they fall the way they did, um, what did that, what did that say to you? Did you, I mean, you realize early on that you could punch, but when you could punch harder than any man in the history of the heavyweight division, and that's how you're regarded as the hardest puncher in the heavyweight history. George Foreman has told me that Muhammad Ali has told me that Larry Holmes has told me that if those three guys tell me that I'm going to believe them, you are the hardest puncher in heavyweight history. Well, see, I grew up on a farm. See, I do a lot of hard work. Uh, we did a lot of chopping trees, throwing bells of hay, counting bags of wheat, and then made me become a hard puncher or develop back and leg muscle where the power come from. So when I started boxing, I'm naturally a puncher then. I just, uh, it taught me how to punch correctly. You know, they put guys that aren't even boxers in the world in the International Boxing Hall of Fame like Sylvester Stallone. He's an actor. They put him in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. They got boxing writers they put in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. You're the hardest puncher in heavyweight history, in the history of the game, in the history of Marcus of Queensbury rules, in the history of boxing, in the history of martial arts. You are the hardest hitter ever. You should belong. You belong in that Hall of Fame, man, just as much as those other guys do. Uh, let me tell you what I'm not in, sir. I'm in a couple of Hall of Fame. I just went one last year. I'm in, I, I'm in the Hall of Fame. They contacted me. When me come in, I didn't want to do it. I felt so much. I wouldn't go up there sign autographs and work three or four days. I don't want to do it. Hall of Fame, that means nothing to me. God knows, punch hard, all I need to know. But you know what? Boxing fans, I think, would they feel that you deserve your props, and that's where your props would come. Well, sir, can I tell you something? I'm in two or three Hall of Fame, and they, a Hall of Fame to mean nothing to me. The world knows. The fighters know. It. That's all it counts. Well, we put you in the Ring Talk Hall of Fame. No doubt about that, man. The hardest puncher pound for pound in the entire world. Now, Ernie Shavers, Larry Holmes said that he could see your punch coming and still get knocked down. How can I put this? Um, I told you earlier, I, I've never been knocked down by a punch that, that I saw coming. So I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was like to be able to see a punch. Because when you can see a punch, I don't know about you, but when you can see a punch coming, you can sort of like stand up to it. For some reason, you could take it. But when you can't see a punch coming, it's like, man, things happen. <laughs> well, see, I was such a powerful puncher. And I, I punched a lot harder and faster than most people believe. It cost a lot of big, up slow. I had had a lot of speed yep. and a lot of power. And that's what I knocked knock him out with. 74 and 14, 68 knockouts, considered the hardest puncher in heavyweight history. Of course, he told us how he got that punching power. Now, what is life like for Ernie Shavers 2017? Life is great. I get, uh, I'm known worldwide. I used to go to Europe. I work in Europe. I work all over America. 
Uh, I got four or five meetings coming up now. I'm going to leave out this weekend. Uh, so I, I do a lot of traveling. I do a lot of work. Ernie, Ernie, you, Ernie, Ernie, you got to get me some work. You're doing all this work. You got to get me some work. <laughs> well, see, the fight game is so good to me, and I treat people fair. See, Archie Moore, Sugar Ray Robinson, Rock Marshall, all those guys told me what to do when I retired. How to mm-hmm. treat people and how to care of myself. I do it, and then working for me. You know, I, I got to work with um, two of those guys. Of course, the great Ray Robinson, Warren Walker Smith. He and I spent a, a much of a weekend together, the Tommy Hearns, Roberto Duran weekend in June of 1984. He was staying in the hotel room across from me in the old Aladdin Hotel in Las Vegas. So I got to spend some time with him. And, you know, man, he wasn't only the greatest in the ring as far as pound for pound is concerned, but he was an outstanding man as far as outside of the ring is concerned. He really knew boxing. He knew more about society and people than you can imagine for a prize fighter. He was well, well-versed and a very articulate man. Oh, yeah. I met him here in Las Vegas. He gave me some good advice. I listened to it, and it worked out well. Well, that's good. Anyway, what do you, um, what's on, what's, what, all right, what are you doing this week? What's Ernie Shavers doing this week? Well, I go back to work next week. I'll be up in, uh, up in, uh, somewhere out midway west, some, what's out there, person, person out there. Okay. Uh, then I've got three or four places, uh, lined up now to make appearances. I do autograph signing and stuff like that. So I, I stay quite busy. Okay. When you look at the, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with a hard question here. 111 National Football League players were tested that died recently, and they were tested in after they were dead for their brains as far as brain damage was concerned. And all, 110 out of 111 of them came up with this severe brain damage called CTE. Now, boxers come up with that a lot less. Is that? Do you, do you, I mean, if I had to, believe it or not, I know I boxed, but if I played football as well. But if I had to send my kid in, in in a direction, I wouldn't send him in the direction of football. Believe it or not, I'd opt out for boxing instead. I think it's less dangerous. Well, can I tell you something? Huh? I play high, I play high school football. Mm-hmm. Football is that's a tough sport compared to boxing. It, I mean, it's much tougher than boxing. I mean, it, I I enjoy it while I'm playing, but it's a tough tough sport. I thank God that I did play when I started boxing. When I got tired from working hard, I thought of a, a football day. I kept it on going. Wow. Well, Ernie, we wish you the very best of luck and continued success in your future. And, of course, I think the Kentucky Boxing Hall of Fame is talking about inducting you, and I think they should. I think every Boxing Hall of Fame around the world should induct the Acorn, the Black Destroyer, the great Ernie Shavers, the man that put people on their butts. And guess what? They all knew it. They had been hit by Ernie Shavers, and life was never the same after that. So we thank you so much for spending some time with us today, man, and we wish you the very best. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you, man. The great Ernie Shavers. Good guy, folks, no doubt about that. I remember when I saw Rahman Ali in Las Vegas in 1989. I thought he was Ernie Shavers, so I walked up to Ali's brother. I said, hey, Ernie, what's going on, blah, 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 and I started talking for about a minute, and he looked at me with this, with this queer look on his face like, talking about yeah and that's what he was that's what i was talking about i had the wrong guy kitchen i was ali's brother rockman ali of course rockman ali had issued a book as well i believe in 2017 2016 about his life as the brother of the greatest muhammad ali he was muhammad ali's number one sparring partner according to him and i did see those guys spar a lot over the years but number one sparring partner i don't think so anyway they called him rudy clay that was his real name before he changed the after he converted them to the nation of islam he became Rahman Ali, I kid you not. But, hey, pretty good guy, Rudy Clay, Rahman Ali, call him what you want. But, man, 
I had fun with him. But the most fun I had with these guys hanging around with them was when Shavers was talking jokes and he was a, like almost a sit-down comedian. Ernie was so much fun. We had him up at the International Boxing Hall of Fame. I think it was about 15, maybe almost 20 years ago. But he was so entertaining. Of course, him and Jimmy Ellis was there, the former WBA champion, a man that was trained by uh, the great Angelo Dundee. He was there as well. We had a great, great time. I mean, we, we were so fortunate to spend some time with those guys. But Ernie Shavers, you heard it, still articulate, the hardest puncher pound for pound in the history of boxing, no ifs, ands, or buts. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. One short segment of boxing to go. Another hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the other side of the news, of course. We're talking mixed martial arts in hour number two. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the city by the Bay, San Francisco, California, the godfather of soul, James Brown to the break. This is Ring Talk Live on SB Nation and Sports Byline Radio. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 
Call 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a TOCO plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warren Tech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Checking the boxing schedule January 12th. Showtime's going with Clarissa Shields. Of course, the female phenom, undefeated WBC, IBF female super middleweight champion. Of course, she's taking on Tori Nelson. That's on the 12th, the 30th of Showtime. The 20th of Showtime's going to go with the great Earl Spence, undefeated Earl Spence Jr., the current world welterweight champion, taking on Lamont Peterson for the IBF welterweight title. Um, HBO is going to go January 27th, Jorge Linares versus Marcito Gesca. And why I can't understand is why they're going to go with Gesca. Gesca is like 95 years old. That's January 27th. Of course, the main event is going to be featured Lucas Matizzi, the former champion at 140-147. February 24th, HBO comes back with a uh, championship fight, I believe, from Asia. And, of course, March the 3rd, they come back with the light heavyweight championship, the vacant WBO title, Sergey Kovalov. Of course, taking up the title that Andre Ward took from him and then retired with. Is going to defend or go for a vacant belt. That's March the 3rd, World Championship Boxing, HBO, of course. HBO's rocking and rolling with three dates, and that's within March. But, you know, a lot of these HBO dates, we don't get a whole lot of, uh, uh, of, of like, there's not a whole lot of publicity. It's like the HBO publicity department of old just, like, went to sleep or something like that. They don't, they don't pump it out. I mean, 700,000 people watched the, uh, at the peak of the broadcasting, it was 775,000 people were watching the David Lemieux uh, Billy Joe Sanders WBO title fight, which is good numbers for HBO, decent numbers. But back in the day when HBO was really rocking and rolling, they were getting four or five million, sometimes six million people to watch a fight. I kid you not. And that was on live HBO championship boxing. So that shows you that their their control of the sport has waned to a great deal. Of course, ESPN now trying to do big cards with Bob Arum, and of course, Showtime and Al Heyman and everybody's, you know, competition is good. There's no doubt about it. Competition is good. And right now, the world of boxing is looking pretty good as we enter 2018. This is Ring Talk, live worldwide, number one of two. Hour number one of two, so hour number two is going to feature the world of mixed martial arts. USC heavyweight champion will be in the house, Stip Miocic, and, of course, the hardest hitter ever in the history of combat sports, Francis Nagunu, is going to be in the house as well. Straight up, USC 220 in detail in hour number two of Ring Talk, live worldwide. If you are joining us for the very first time today, let me welcome you to the Ring Talk family. You've been with me for like 33, 34 plus years now. Hey, it's the same old thing, man. We're still rocking and rolling and knocking out all bumps each and every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. Stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk on the other side of the news. Radio News with Rod Williams Dole. Thank you, Mr. President. 2017 was a year of extraordinary accomplishment. And the congressional leaders who are gathered here were incredible partners. Vice President Mike Pence spoke about how good 2017 was and how great 2018 will be. With this president and our entire administration in advancing the interests of the American people, rebuilding our military, 
supporting law enforcement, historic regulatory reform, uh, appointments to our courts to uphold the rule of law and the Constitution from the Supreme Court to courts at every level, and of course, historic tax reform, repealing the Obamacare mandate and opening up American energy from Alaska to around the globe. Have a great weekend, and thank you for listening to USA Radio News. Hey, I'm Brant. Just read this news item about the two things that are stressing Americans out the most. Thought this was interesting. They say we're losing a record amount of sleep because of these two things. Number one, health care expenses. And the second thing, saving for retirement. The two biggest stressors. But what's remarkable? You can make a phone call right now and actually take action on both of these at once. Just call MediShare. MediShare members share each other's medical expenses, and it works beautifully. They've shared over a billion dollars in healthcare expenses since 1993. Most members save about $500 a month compared to other healthcare plans. Imagine having a great healthcare plan and adding $500 for your retirement every month. One call, two less things to stress about, and that can help you sleep better at night. Find out more. Call 833-39-BIBLE. That's 833-39-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. 833-39-BIBLE. Once again at a press conference, the president has to take time out to say there's no collusion. There's been no collusion. There's been no crime. And in theory, everybody tells me I'm not under investigation. Maybe Hillary is. I don't know, but I'm not. But there's been no collusion. There's been no crime, but we have been very open. We could have done it two ways. We could have been very close, and it would have taken years. It's making our country look foolish, and this is a country that I don't want looking foolish. In a statement to Axis today, Steve Bannon, he praised on Trump and his agenda and called Don Jr. a patriot and a very good man, backpedaling on his former comments. Wild card action concludes this afternoon with two teams that are 11-5. and five. The Carolina Panthers go to New Orleans to do battle with the Saints. You've been listening to USA Radio News. You know, when the Israelites got to the desert, they were given manna from heaven. Well, we may not have manna, but we do have new manna. In these uncertain times, become food independent with Numana's long-term storable food. Healthy, nutritious, dense meals, organic, non-GMO, taste great, and last for over 25 years. Oh, and gluten-free is available. Order now and get 20% off, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just use promo code WAR. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775, or go to Numana.com. While the Arctic air mass continues to rip through the eastern third of the nation, there's a warning about staying safe while staying warm. John Clemens reports. For many Americans, staying warm has been the main objective as the record cold readings stay with us for another day. While this has been happening, people like Dr. Kanta Sirkar of the Centers for Disease Control has this reminder to be alert to carbon monoxide seeping into homes while people are trying to stay warm. When you close up all the doors and windows and there's no ventilation, it can build up within the house very quickly. And because it's colorless and odorless, you won't know it unless you have a CO alarm. I'm John Clemens. You won't find any English classes at schools in Iran. 
USA Radio's Chris Barnes has that story. A senior education official says Iran has banned the teaching of English in primary schools after a warning by the country's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, who says that teaching English to young students, in his words, opens the doors to a Western cultural invasion. So the government of Iran now says teaching English in any of that nation's primary schools is now against the law and against all regulations. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Day two of NFL wildcard action after yesterday, Tennessee beat Kansas City and Atlanta down the L.A. Rams. You're listening to USA Radio News, and I'm Rod Williams Stoll. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, hour number two, we're talking mixed martial arts on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio, open phone lines all around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY, that's 1-800-878-7529, in fact, I've got the Skype line happening as well, and we'll introduce that in a little bit, but straight up, the text line's going on as well, 415-275-1613, that's 415-275-1613, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line, UFC 220, wow, just a fortnight away, folks, we're talking about January 20th, of course, the heavyweight championship on the line, the twice-beaten heavyweight champion, Stip Miocic, Cleveland, Ohio, baby, Stip Miocic, the underdog, Mr. Underdog. He's never been favored in any title fight he's been in, and he's won three of them, and of course, when he captured the title, that was a bit of an upset as well, knocking out Freeze for Doom, knocking out Alistair Overeem, knocking out Junior Dos Santos, straight up, Stip Miocic's on quite a roll right now, kid from Cleveland, Ohio. Not a kid per se, but he's just a great family man. And although Francis Nagu is one of the hardest hitters statistically, reportedly maybe the hardest hitter in the history of any combat sport, you've got to hit a guy to knock him out. I mean, I've faced a lot of monsters in my time, folks. Guys that 
you know, we got in the ring in these small rings at Newman's Gym, and they were real, like, 14, 15-foot rings, 16-foot rings. And you spar with these monsters. But if they didn't hit you, it didn't matter. Much like Ernie Shavers in hour number one. He didn't hit Ali, couldn't knock him out. Bottom line is, you've got to hit the guy. I don't know if Francis New is going to hit Stip Miocic. Come on, January 20th, USC 220, live from Boston, Mass. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you're one of the millions of Americans who can't work because of a serious injury or illness, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. It doesn't matter if you've applied before and the government has said no. Let the experienced attorneys at Bill Gordon & Associates help you get the Social Security disability you deserve. Their team of attorneys have been fighting for benefits for people just like you for over 20 years. And best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. There are many conditions that make you eligible, including some you may not even be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Bill Gordon & Associates today for your free no-obligation consultation. See if you qualify for the Social Security benefits you need and deserve. 800-443-4996. 800-443-4996. That's 800-443-4996. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Ladies and gentlemen, after three rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. The judges score the contest 
3025 and 3024 for the winner by unanimous decision of Beam the Eagle Nimbagomeda. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with the winner, Habib Nurmagomedov. What, what a performance here tonight against a guy who many people thought would be your biggest test inside the octagon. Give us your thoughts on the fight. First of all, I want to say thank you for God. God is number one. Other things is nothing. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Today, I was like my, my son is born. I, I say... Congratulations. Thank you so much. I hope you guys understand my English. And thank you so much. Well, 25 and all. You know, without in the injury, I can't fight with anybody. Now, if you have to give me one hour rest, I can fight one more time with Connor or Tony. That's no problem. I, can I, I, I feel great. This guy is one of the, you know, like, he's, he's the best, one of the best strikers in UFC today. I fight with him 15 minutes. But to be honest, I can't finish him, but I want to feel all 15 minutes because my last fight was like one year ago. That's why, thank you so much, all team. Edson for everybody, all his team, thank you. Thank you for my father, Coach Javier. He's the best, he's the best. He's like my, he's like my big brother. He's like father for me here. Thank you so much, come here, Coach. I love this guy, he's real Mexican gangster. Thank you so much. Alhamdulillah. Khabib, this fight cements you as the most dangerous contender by far in this talent-stacked lightweight division. With the two titles tied up right now with Connor and with Tony Ferguson as the interim champion. Of course, the great Khabib knocking out guys, anybody. I said. think about only me. Next fight, next fight. If you have to tell me, hey, what you want? I'm gonna say Tony Ferguson because he 10 wins to in lightweight. I'm 25 wins to I'm undefeated all my career. Tony Ferguson, but about Connor, I don't think because he have a lot of money now. Now he have to spend this money. After when money is finished, I think he's gonna come back. After this fight, there can be no denying that you're one of the most dangerous men on the planet Earth. And I wanna say thank you for my old team, Eagle Seme. Большое спасибо. Большое спасибо, которое мне долгое время помогает. Я один угодживший. Thank you so much. Congratulations on an overwhelming performance. Habib Nurmagomedov, ladies and gentlemen. And he's, guess what, folks? Habib is a Muslim. So does that mean that he can't come to this country, according to our president? You know, the Muslim ban and all that kind of good stuff? You wouldn't think, and ah, white guy, big ears, you know, sort of looks a little Russian, this and that. But there are Muslims of every color. That's what happens when, when Malcolm X and... And people like that went to Mecca. They realized, guess what? You know, Muslims aren't black. They're white. They're blue. They're green. They're red. They're every, they're every color. Anyway, the bottom line is Habib now, 25-0, and 0, cements his position as the top lightweight in the world, whether or not Conor McGregor or Mr. Ferguson are the champions. Okay, of course, Ferguson being the interim champion. And, of course, Mr. Conor McGregor considered a lightweight champion, but he has never defended that title. I mean, he fought at lightweight one time, of course, took that title Oh, uh, away from Eddie Alvarez, but that was it. He never did anything after that. Of course, he went and fought uh, Floyd Mayweather in a partial fight, which made him close to $100 million, more power to him. So what would motivate Conor McGregor to want to fight 
somebody in a real fight after getting paid $100 million to, like, play with a guy that really doesn't hit that hard. And all he was doing was boxing him with these big, fat boxing gloves on. So what I'm trying to tell you is there is no – I don't think there's there's enough of a uh, an inner demand of, of Conor McGregor. I've watched some of his um, – his interviews of late, his attitude seems to have changed a little bit. In other words, you know, putting a hundred million bucks in somebody's pocket, that just that, that's a life changer, no doubt about it. And if you're a combat sports athlete and you get up every morning, you have to run, you have to cut weight, maybe lose fifteen or twenty pounds in the last week and a half, two weeks before your fight, as Connor is said to have done time and time again. Okay. This is a a uh, a task you won't volunteer for. I'm trying to say it's not a volunteer type of thing. You just something. Hey, okay, yeah, I'll cut 20 pounds just to cut 20 pounds in five days. No, you don't do that voluntarily. You do it because you have to. Okay, and I don't think that Conor McGregor is going to get in a position where he wants to have to do anything ever again. He made his money. He made his bones. He made a you know a quick mark at one at 155. Of course, the 145 pound champion knocking out Jose Aldo, the defending champion, like 12 seconds. But then again, Max Holloway has dusted off. Aldo not once but twice. So I guess Aldo is done. Aldo, he's been done now, 145. Of course, Max Holloway. There's also talk in the USC of the 135-pound champion, the two-time champion, T.J. Dillashaw, of course, formerly of Sacramento, California, now fighting out of Colorado, um, of him dropping to 125 and taking on Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. Johnson, of course, the 125-pound flyweight champion, has no challengers out there except for Henry Cejudo. Henry Cudo, 2000, what, 2008 Olympic gold medalist is arrest. He's going to, when he gets a hold of Mighty Mouse next time, he's going he's gonna to take Mighty Mouse's cape and stuff it up his butt. He just is. Henry Cahuto's that good of a fighter. And I'm saying it right now. Henry Cahuto will be the next world flyweight champion, and he will be the guy that takes down Demetrius Johnson. I don't know if this T.J. Dillashaw dropping the 125 is serious. I don't know if he's serious or not. Because, you know, when you drop it, it's, it's always nice to talk about dropping weight. As I said about, I alluded to this earlier. In combat sports, you talk a lot of smack about your weight, okay? You know, like a lot of guys lie. I walk around about 168 pounds right now. But um, I see my, my, my former fighter guys. What do you weigh? Oh, about 165, 165. Man, you got to be kidding. If I'm 165 and you're double me, you got to be in your twos. Anyway, fighters lie about their weights. White, because they don't want to sacrifice to get to weight, even sometimes when they're retired. So what I'm trying to tell you is that Connor's not going to do this again. I don't think he'll ever make 155 pounds again. I really don't. I don't think he'll fight again. I think if he has another fight in the UFC, it'll be some type of special weight fight, maybe against GSP or something like that at 170 pounds. I can't see him making 155 again because he's got 100 million bucks in the bank. That sort of changes everything. This is your, of course, MMA Hour, live on Sports Byline and iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, Cable Radio Network, Channel 2. I keep going and going to TuneIn.com, Stitcher.com. But the bottom line is I want to talk about the National Championship of College Football going down, of course, uh, on Monday. Man, this is going to rock and roll. And all year long I've been talking about Alabama. It's all about Alabama. Yeah, Georgia, some money coming on Georgia. And Georgia, I think, is a, a three-and-a-half-point underdog right now, a four-point underdog. But the money line is about 140, I think. And I think if you're a smart person, just bet the money and go with Alabama. Alabama's probably not going to get beat. That defense is probably the best college defense I've seen put together. And guess what? Every time somebody goes down in a defense, every time that a hole that they they break a hole up in their defense, Alabama finds a way to fill that hole. Don't ask me why, man. But I think they're going to be the college champions this year. They will win the national championship. Come the tomorrow, 
right here on, I think it's on CBS television. And the bottom line is, check your TV, guys. The national championship of college football going down. Georgia and Alabama, and I like Alabama. Have all your. In fact, when I was doing college sports on uh, the Johnny Taco Show on Saturday nights at 10 p.m. Pacific, I'm right here on Sports Byline and, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio, all those different other any affiliates. Um, I talk big about uh, Georgia all year. In fact, when I did college football scores, I'd only do one game. I would only announce the scores of one game. Why? Because only one team mattered, baby, and that was Alabama. And I expect Alabama to win the national championship. No doubt about that. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Radio Network. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The subject is mixed martial arts. We're talking combat sports, baby. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Daniel, give us your thoughts right now. I don't know, man. Uh, I thought the fight was going well. I don't even know what happened. It's like I kicked in the head. Oh, man, that's so disappointing. I don't think it's a good idea to interview fighters after they've been knocked out, but I really wanted to give you a chance to express yourself. I know this was an incredible moment for you. It was very emotional. What, what can you say at all about this and the rivalry between you and John? I don't know, man. I guess if you win both fights, there is no rivalry, so I, I don't know. Thank you for everything, Daniel. Daniel Cormier, ladies and gentlemen. Daniel Cormier, of course, the former light heavyweight UFC champion after losing his title last year to John Jones, getting knocked out, getting knocked out cold, not remembering, crying in the octagon afterwards. And guess what? He's defending his championship. They gave it back to him because John Jones tested positive for Flintstone vitamins, a.k.a. anabolic steroids. Of course, John Jones says it was a dick pill. That's what he says. He said he buys he buys dick pills. Those are quotes, folks. I kid you not. You know those stores, you, those little pills that you buy at the... Uh, at the gas station, when you pull in the gas station, the 24 hour gas station, like it says in the middle, in the middle, uh, vitality pills and that kind of good stuff. Well, guess what? John Jones, he said he needed to buy those pills and take those pills. So twice he's tested positive for um, performance enhancing drugs as well as once for cocaine. But of course, he knocked out Daniel Cormier and took the light heavyweight championship back from Cormier. But now Cormier is going to defend that title because they gave it back to him because they said it was, poli- it was a political thing. In other words, instead of declaring the title vacant, as they should have, they gave the title back to Daniel Cormier. And I don't get that. I mean, I really don't. So now Daniel Cormier, that fight with John Jones <clears throat> didn't take place. And just erase that from your memory, although he can't erase it from his, erase it from his brain because he was knocked out, like <clears throat> snoring, like going to sleep. Okay? Anyway, he's taking on Vulcan Osmer. Osmer is a one-beaten fighter. He can punch. He's a finisher, no doubt about it. And for the first time in a long time, Daniel Cormier is going against a fighter that's younger, stronger, and I think he'll be trying to work that body because you work the body of Cormier, that is the key to beating that fat guy. He's soft. There's no doubt about it. Josh Barnett and I have talked about it. We've all, I mean, Frank Mir and I talked about it. Of course, they both lost to him. But we talked about the ways to beat Cormier, and they just couldn't go out there and do it. With good old Anderson Silva, like 45 or 50 years old or something like that, however old he was, he took the fight like on like three hours, like 20 minutes notice, not even three hours notice. He was at the weigh-in. And they pulled John Jones from the car for some drug issues or something like that. Remember that a couple years ago? And they put Cormier in with Anderson Silva, and Anderson Silva took the fight. He wasn't even training. And he took the fight, and he went through rounds. But I believe in that third round, he kicked uh, uh, Danny Cormier in the right side around the liver, and Cormier sagged. He almost went down. There was blood in the water, but Anderson Silva, being as old as he was, he couldn't smell the blood. You know, I mean, the old shark couldn't smell the blood anymore. So that was his moment of opportunity when you're the opponent. When you're brought into a fight, especially at the last minute, or you're you're severely uh, outclassed, or or you know, I mean, you're the opponent. You're supposed to lose. When you're the opponent, you don't get too many opportunities to win fights. Okay, that was one opportunity for Anderson Silva, and he just couldn't do it. But Volkan Osmer supposedly going to knock out Danny Cormier real early, and Cormier admits that the only way to really beat him is to knock him out. But Anderson Silva showed the game plan for that. You work the body, you kill the body, and guess what? The head will die as well. This is UFC 220, of course, coming to you from the Boston TD Garden in Boston, Mass. Of course, I'm thinking about going back for that. Is it too late? Maybe it's too late to get a credential, 13 days. I don't know. Anyway, 
Um, on the co-feature, Shane Burgle's going to take on Calvin Catter. There aren't any female fights on this card. I take that back. There is a take. Uh, yeah, mm, maybe not. Marna Moroz versus Jamie Moyle. Now, Marna might be a chick. Marna might be a guy. But the bottom line is, she's uh, she's from Ukraine and she is a girl. No doubt about that. Okay. But, you know, come on. They come up with all these different names. And these girls from Ukraine, of course, are, are knocking down. They're knocking down all kinds of barriers. They want to get out of that place. People want out of the Ukraine. People want out of these third world countries like like Russia, the old USSR, and people like that. I mean, because if you have to wipe your, wipe your butt with a rock and they show you toilet paper, God, you will fight for that toilet paper. Can you think about that? Wiping your butt with a rock versus toilet paper. That's how tough some things are in those third and fourth world countries. Speaking of third world countries, I hate to knock my own people, but the island of Bariqua, I'm talking about Puerto Rico, they still haven't got their electricity back. In fact, the WBO office is going to open for the first time in a few months now since that hurricane. They will open on a Monday, and they don't know if they have, they'll have all the power back yet. So guess what? Electricity is not back to the capital of San Juan, Puerto Rico yet in, in totality. So that sort of tells you that things are not good in Puerto Rico. Things are just not good in Puerto Rico. And guess what? The Puerto Ricans are American citizens. Shame on you, President Trump. You are tuned to the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. Open phone lines around the planet. We're talking mixed martial arts. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. So this Stip Miocic, Francis Nagunu fight, is going to be a nail-biter because I don't think it's going the distance. And, of course, you have those fights where they're not supposed to go the distance. What happens? Murphy's Law. They go the distance. But, you know, you look at the knockouts here. Nagunu, of course, the hardest hitter. In UFC history, of course, the guy that was on the streets of uh, uh, 31 years old on the streets of Paris was five, six years ago. I mean, as, as a homeless guy trying to make it as a boxer, didn't work to make it as a boxer, per se, came to the world of the USC, came over here. Of course, now he's living in live and living large in Las Vegas, coming over that knockout when he knocked out Alistair Overeem the last time out. I mean, he knocked out Alistair in a minute and 42 seconds. That was impressive. Before that, he knocked out Andre Oloski in a minute and 32 seconds. But when you look at both those knockouts, and the reason why I don't give a whole lot of merit to the punching power of Nagunu, and this is why I'm leaning towards Stip Miocic in this fight, is I'm telling you, you can knock out Alistair Overeem because he got a bad chin. Andrew Arlossi's got a bad chin as well. So what they've done is they base this powerful monster puncher based on the fact that he knocked out these two former champions, one being a strike force champion, the other being a USC champion. Uh, okay, but he knocked out both these guys in the first round, so that makes him a oh the hardest puncher ever and all that kind of good stuff. But yeah, but when you knock out guys with glass jaws, it's supposed to go that way. It's just supposed to go that way. When I knocked out Anthony Myers in the Golden Gloves, I knocked him out. I hit him with one punch. I thought I was a killer. Get this, folks. I knocked this guy Anthony Myers out with one punch. He hits the ground. He's asleep, and they have to cart him out of the place. It was in Alameda, California. They carted him out of the place in an ambulance. He was unconscious. They took him to the hospital. They woke him up in the ambulance. But the bottom line is he was snoring for about five to ten minutes, okay? I thought I could punch. Wasn't the truth. I was a decent puncher, but I thought I was like George Foreman or Roberto Duran. I hit guys with one shot. They're going to sleep now. No, 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 no. It was his chin. He had a bad chin. He was knocked out in his next fight even faster than I knocked him out. So, you know, what can I say? Uh, what I'm trying to tell you is that Magunu is an outstanding fighter, but he's unproven, and Stip Miocic is a proven fighter of the two, and I really think that, well, we'll hear from both guys in the next segment. Well, no doubt about it, my money's going on Stip Miocic, the underdog here in UFC 2220 for the World Heavyweight Championship going down January 20th from the Boston TD Garden, baby, in Beantown. Now, I want to mention the fact that my woman, 
and yours. I'm talking about the very feminine Chris Cyborg Santos. What was wrong with that description there? Oh, the very feminine. Well, I'm trying to put my best light on this one, okay? I am because, you know, like, people are calling her guys and dudes and this. And and we've made cracks in the past that she sounds like a a transsexual, a Filipino transsexual. And we've made all kinds of cracks about her in the past. But, you know, pound for pound, nobody's going to beat her. Not for a long, long time. Not unless the weight beats her. The only way she can get beat is by making 145 pounds and dying to make the weight. This last time she said it was the... The easiest weight make the easiest time she'd ever uh, had in making 145 pounds. So she's getting it together. She's got a nutritionist. The chick is dedicated, no doubt about it. She started. I mean, she, she, she after the Holly Holm fight, five rounds. She was like training a couple of days later. I kid you not. She was running and hitting bags a couple of days later. She's a monstrous. She's the real deal. She's no, no Johnny come lately. Okay, she is the queen of mixed martial arts, bar none. Lost that one fight. What? How many years ago? How many fights ago? I don't know if losing is in her future. But then again, every time I've said that about a fighter, they've lost. Nobody's ever gone undefeated in combat sports. Of course, the great Humberto Gonzalez, I'll never forget that. The guy was like guy was like 38-0 defending the championship against some 40-1 underdog named Rolando Pasqua. So I went down to the L.A. Forum to watch him and this and that. I was all hot and happy. I said, man, this guy's the best fighter pound for around the world. This is what I've been saying in my magazine columns back in the 80s and the 90s. Of course, when magazines and newspapers were hot and happening before the Internet. And guess what? He laid down like a dog. Woof, woof. I kid you not. Humberto Gonzalez laid down like a dog and covered his eyes from the ring lights. He didn't want his eyes, eyes shining in his light. So I'm screaming on the ring apron. I get up on the ring him. Get up. Get up. I was blown away by that. Anyway, the bottom line is he took a dive. Of course, he came back. Had a couple make that three great fights or two of the great fights. Uh, two of the three were great fights. Talk about with the great Michael Carball. They battle, of course, at 108 pounds. Carball being the 1980 Olympic bronze medalist out of Phoenix, Arizona. Little hands of stone is what they called him. Well, we've got open phone lines all around this planet. Anywhere you want to call us from, you can. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. I'll get to them in the next segment. 415-275-1613. The guilt-free, no-commitment text line allows you to rip me or compliment me or Drop a comment. You can impart anything you want to say. You can. Okay? Because I'm not putting it on the air. I'll read it. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Although Nagunu and Miochik is coming up January the 20th, the next UFC card is going to come to you from St. Louis, Missouri. Of course, the Scott Trade Center in St. Louis. January 14, 2018, baby. I'm talking about the Korean monster. That's what they call this guy. Pretty good fighter. Juhu Choi, once beaten fighter, taking on the UFC veteran, Jeremy Stevens. Stevens has lost a handful of fights, so he's probably going to lose again. At least that's what the the uh, crystal ball says, but you never know in the world of mixed martial arts because Jeremy Stevens is what they call a gatekeeper. He's a gatekeeper. In other words, you cannot get in to the upper echelon of the featherweight division if you can't beat Jeremy Stevens. That's just the way it is straight up. If Duhu Choi can't beat Jeremy Stevens, he's not fighting for the title anytime sooner. And a get-out-of-town match. We're talking about retirement match. Retired Uriah Hall is going to take on Vitor Belfort, formerly the Phenom, of course. Vitor being the guy that was the UFC, the rage about mm, 10, 12 years ago. He was the guy that was carrying the, the UFC on his shoulders. Him and Tito Ortiz were going back and forth, you know, having all these great, great talking about doing this, talking about doing that. It was early hype of the UFC. But Belfort, of course, a uh, television star, a reality television star, and a fighter as well, the Phenom out of Brazil. He's so old now. He's like close to 40 years old. And all those steroids that he took over the years, guess what? I think it all adds up to 
him getting beat by Uriah Hall at middleweight. And that comes next Sunday on Fox Sports 1. Also on the card, one of the easier fighters to look at in the world of mixed martial arts women's flyweight contender Paige Van Zandt going on Jessica Rose Clark as a women's flyweight bout three rounds. And of course, the welterweight opener, Kamaru Usman, taking on Emil Weber-Meek. That's at welterweight, 170 pounds. You are tuned to the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. it is the brand spanking new holy mother of awesome 4k ultra hd tv with a gazillion pixels of super crisp resolution you can see it in your living room and then you see the price your hopes are officially dashed don't let those big box retailers give you static swing by rena center or go to renacenter.com and get the big brands you want for small payments you can afford all without credit rena center big brands small payments rental purchase transactions see store for details Pooldog.com is the best place to buy billiard supplies online. In addition to having the guaranteed lowest prices and the largest selection of pool cues and accessories in the industry, Pooldog also provides unsurpassed customer service with free shipping on orders over $99, including the APOs and a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. It's easy to test out some new equipment and be sure to use the code SPORTS at checkout for a 5% discount on your order. For a free catalog, head to Pooldog.com. That's Pooldog.com. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your Ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 
Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. I'm used to being the underdog. I don't mind being the underdog because I like shutting people up. You know, and then I believe people start betting against me and they lose a lot of money. The only times I have people come up to me and say, oh, what's wrong, man? They're like, I lost a lot of money on you. I bet against you. I'm like, oh, sorry. Next time you should bet again for me. So nothing's going to change. So are you surprised you're the betting underdog? No, I'm used to it. I mean, I'm used to it every fight. <laughs> and Francis, you uh, interrupted Stipe earlier. You, you, you think that he's intimidated by you? You think he's lying when he says he's not? Of course. He's really intimidated. He know what gonna happen. I I know he's just make you he's just make it proud there. Yeah, like yes, I'm I'm the charm. I'm this. I'm that. The, you know, the guy that he's gonna fight. He know that he's gonna be the fight that he never had in his career. Stipe, you agree with that? I guess so. Oh, whatever. Whatever he says. Sure, I'm intimidated. <laughs> awesome. Okay, and, and and Francis, why did you let DC? Francis Nagunu getting a little bit punked out there, of course, by Stipe Miocic, the world UFC heavyweight champion. That was at the pre-fight press conference. Of course, they're hooking up on the 20th of January, and it's going to be a phenomenal fight, no doubt in my mind. Um, this will be a fight for the ages. Why do I say that? Because the odds are stacked against Miocic again. Miocic is the underdog again. He wasn't supposed to be Junior Dos Santos after losing the first time to him. He beat Dos Santos via knockout. You're listening to sports. He wasn't supposed to beat... Uh, Alistair over him as easy as he did. He knocked him out. Andrew Arlovsky, he knocked him out. He is the real deal, absolutely no doubt about it. And when they clash on the 20th of January, we'll find out who really is a world heavyweight champion af- afterwards when Stipe Miocic has his hand raised. No doubt about it. Straight up, there's no doubt about it. This is the fight everybody wants to talk about. This preview, Miocic and Nagunu going January 20th. I grew up in Cameroon. I was a kid, like everyone, with a dream. Just a dream to become somebody. Just a dream to have my own place in the world. But when you are somewhere where you know a lot to dream, everything that you dream about, it just seems like crazy. At the time, it sounds very far. It sounds unbelievable. Today, when I, when I think about it again, I'm just like, I did it, man, you know? It's incredible. I'm here to become the number one, to become the greatest. A Cameroonian with a dream, Francis Ngannou. I'm here to become the champ. When Francis Ngannou faced Alistair Overeem, there were many questions. Alistair Overeem had been a K-1 Grand Prix champion. He had won the Strikeforce heavyweight title. He had won the Dream heavyweight title. He was one of the most skillful and experienced heavyweights ever. Arguably the most highly decorated striker in the history of the heavyweight division. And Francis Ngannou blasted Alistair Overeem into orbit with one punch. Oh! Down goes the ream! Francis Ngannou! we saw that, you realize that the hype is real. This is not just any heavyweight contender. He's a real unusual person. 
He was homeless just a few years ago. Five years ago, walks into an MMA gym, has virtually no traditional martial arts training. Five years later, is the scariest man in the history of the sport. Big hammer fist. This could end quickly. That's it. That's it. Then it's all over. We're dealing with a guy who's capable of knocking any heavyweight in the world unconscious with one punch that connects. Oh, my! Then it's all over! You're talking about a young man who is possessed. He believes it is his destiny to be the UFC heavyweight champion of the world. And one man stands in front of him. And that man is Stipe Miocic. I'm excited for him. You know, he's going to shout, but as long as I'm here, no one's going to be champ. He is fighting a man in the champion, Stipe Miocic, who has gone through the ranks, worked hard to become champion. He's a guy who earned everything through blood and sweat and determination. Everything's earned, not given. I'm the best in the world. I'm the champ for a reason, and I can beat anyone on the best day. The champion, Stipe Miocic, is on a tear right now. He's coming off of four first-round knockouts in a row. He knocked out Andre Arlovsky in the first round. Arlovsky's hurt. This could be it's it. it. It's it. all over. What? Won the title off of Fabricio Verdum in the first round. Oh, oh and he got caught. That's it. It's all over. Stopped Alistair Overeem in the first round. Big shots. It's all over. And stopped Junior Dos Santos in the rematch in the first round. Oh, oh. Down goes Dos Santos. Stipe Miocic retains his UFC heavyweight title. The path to the UFC heavyweight title still goes through Cleveland, Ohio. The champion is in his prime form. He is absolutely right now in the peak of his ability. And he firmly believes that he has the skill, the knowledge, and the experience to handle the storm that Francis Ngannou brings to the octagon. I'm going to take things in my hands because I have the best coach in the world. We have a great game plan. We're walking in, and I'm going to use that game plan and walk out champ. Stipe is the champ. He had two successful titles to defend, but for me, I don't feel like he's the best. They need the new blood to change the team up. I'm here, man. He has no idea what he's in for. He's going to find out. When people underestimate me, they find out that they're looking up at me and looking at the lights. Oh, He slapped him! This is one of those fights where Stipe can't make any mistakes. The margin of error for this fight is extremely thin. We're both dangerous to any part of the fight. We both go for the kill. Stipe Miocic looking for the quick finish, and he's got it! And Gunner knocks Arlovsky down! That is it! We both know what it takes to take someone out, and it, you know, someone's going down, and it's not going to be me. Big right hand from Stipe Miocic! This fight is over. My champion mentality is the reason why I got there. And so, me being champ, I'm going to show him why I'm the champ. I'm going to walk out, belt still wrapped around my waist. We are getting close to the goal. Now the champ out. Become the champ. You got two of the most dangerous men walking the face of God's green earth going into this octagon. This is one of the most highly anticipated heavyweight fights in the history of the sport. And on January 20th, we're going to find out if a new king will rise. We might be staring at a future UFC heavyweight champion, Francis Ngannou, ladies and gentlemen. The biggest win of my career is coming. Paging Stipe Miocic, Francis Ngannou is coming. Now is my time. 
declaring the winner by knockout and again champion John Jones returned in spectacular fashion to defeat Daniel Cormier. I want to take this time to thank Daniel Cormier for being my biggest rival and motivator. He is a true champion for the rest of his life. Then Jones tested positive for performance enhancing drugs. He disqualified himself by taking a steroid before the fight, so it didn't happen. So now uh, I get the belt back, which is the right thing to do. And I'm not only saying that because it's me. Right. It's the right thing to do. Now Daniel Cormier faces one of the most formidable knockout artists in the division in Volkan Ozdemir. so excited about this fight because I feel as though after July 29th there was a stench. I can't get rid of it until I go and I fight to get my hand raised again. And there's the tap. Looks like it's it. tap. It's it. And wow. still, Daniel Cormier has done wow. it. Wow. This is a very strange position for Daniel. He has to defend not just his light heavyweight title, but defend his position as a winner. You take a lot in losses. You learn a lot about yourself in losses. And I learned a lot on July 29th. Right hand over the top. He's feeling it. Oh, he caught him. Without a doubt, we are going to see a better, stronger Daniel Cormier heading into this fight with Volkan Ozdemir. A man on a mission to shut down this young upstart. Short wrestler, tall striker. Good takedown by the champion. I'm more motivated now than I've been in a really long time. And I'm going to show that against Volkan Ozdemir. And I hope to dominate him in the Boston TD Garden Arena. Daniel Cormier! Just like that! Volkan Ozdemir believes that he has the opportunity to surpass both Daniel Cormier and John Jones and become the greatest light heavyweight champion ever. I know that I can beat everybody. I just want to be a champion and uh, I just want to make my people proud. He came into the octagon on short notice and fought Ovin St. Preux, beat him. Flurry from Ozdemir to work it downstairs to the body. Then starched Misha Sirkonov and then starched Jimmy Manoa. Two spectacular first round KOs. Huge punches. Ozdemir heard him. Awesome. Oh, Ozdemir oh, pushes out. down. He's wow. out. Oh, Ozdemir does it again. The knockout comes really easily. I'm, I'm not looking for it, but uh, I know I have really strong hands and I have uh, good accuracy and uh, good timing too, so the knockout comes always fast. He's getting a shot at the title like that in a very deep division, but he's so good and so scary that no one's complaining. Everyone wants to see this fight. He's earned his title shot, but one punch is not enough. A puncher's chance doesn't get it done against a guy like me. Daniel Cormier, winner by submission. USC 220, January 20th, live on pay-per-view, emanating from the TD Garden in Boston, Mass. No doubt about the Stephen Yochik, of course, and Francis Nagunu in the main event for the USC heavyweight title. Something's got to give, baby. And I feel that Francis is probably going to fold here. I just think so. I just think that, you know... He's had some good guys, and I looked at his record again, and, of course, the two knockouts he has that everybody's buzzed about was the Arlovsky knockout and the, and the Alistair Overeem knockout. But both those guys had glass jaws. It's sort of like, like I said, when I knocked out Anthony Myers, so what? The guy had a glass jaw. didn't make you a puncher. Of course, the guy can't punch, no doubt about that. But I really think he's predictable, and that Stephen Miocic, with his amateur boxing background, will be able to prevail. No doubt about it in my mind. Stephen Miocic will be heavyweight champion come January the 21st, 2018. 
You are tuned to the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. One short segment to go. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. On the other side of the break, we'll talk about the top 10 fighters retired from the world of mixed martial arts with a win. You're tuned to the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. We check out bloodyelbow.com. We talk about the 10 top MMA veterans who go out with a win. You know, most guys end up losing. Joe Lewis, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson. I keep going. But most fighters, when they're done, they end up they end their career on a loss. Not Ricks and Gracie, 
as far as the UFC was concerned. His first bout was in 1980, finished each of his 11 MMA bouts, reportedly had a combined record of 400-0 across multiple combat disciplines. I kid you not. And of course, there was Guy Mesker. He was a pretty good fighter. I think he was out of Arizona, was he? 30-14 and 14 with a couple of draws. The last fight was a, a TKO of Daniel Bergman in 2003. He was a veteran of USC, Pancras, and Pride FC, a USC 13 middleweight tournament winner, 200 pounds back in the day. And of course, the first person to be, defeat Tito Ortiz in an MMA match. The third guy is Bass Rudin. Great commentator, no doubt about that. 28-4-1. Last win, last fight was the TKO of Ruben Villarreal in 2006. He is legendary as the king of Pancrase. He was the UFC heavyweight title in 1989 with defeating Kevin Randleman at UFC 20. And he put the liver shot on the map, no doubt about that. Pat Militich. Now, I'm pretty sure he's out of Arizona. Last fight, 29-7. Last fight, KO of Thomas Denny in 2008. UFC 16 welterweight tournament winner. Defeated Mickey Burnett for UFC 17. At UFC 17.5, become the first ever UFC welterweight champion, the founder of the Militich fighting system, the coach of multiple world champions, including Matt Hughes, Tim Sylvia, and Robbie Lawler. Number five, Chris Lytle, 31 and 18, five draws. Last fight, submission of Dan Hardy in 2011. He competed in MMA while simultaneously holding on a job as a firefighter, a fireman. The ultimate fighter, uh, season four finalist, finished his career with 22 submission wins. Number six, Kazui Masaki, 25-11 and 11 with a couple of draws. Last fight was a decision for Paul Daly in 2012. He was the 2006 Pride Welterweight Grand Prix champion. He was retired on a three-fight winning streak. How about this guy? Talk about veterans. Dan Severin, 101-19-7. Wow, Dan Severin. Was he an animal? Last fight, a, win over, a decision went over Alex Roseman in 2012. He won over 100 sanctioned MMA matches. UFC 4 tournament finalist. UFC 5 tournament winner, UFC 7.5 tournament winner. He was the real deal, no doubt about it. Number 8, Forrest Griffin. Hey, the guy that brought us the ultimate fighter. Remember that fight he had? It wasn't ultimate fight. Yeah. Anyway, last fight over a win over Tito Ortiz in 2012. He put MMA on the main street with that ultimate fighter season 1 finale. Iconic war with Stefan Bonner. That's what I was talking about. The ultimate fighter season number 1 winner. He won the UFC light heavyweight title by beating the Rampage man, Quentin Rampage Jackson, UFC 86. Number nine, Pedro Rizzo. Never thought much of Pedro. Fought out of Brazil, 2011. Last fight was a TKO of Andrew Flores Smith. That was in 2015. Three-time USC heavyweight title challenger. One of the first MMA pioneers to devastate people with leg kicks. He's fought every legendary heavyweight on the sun, including Fedor and from Fedor to Randy Couture and everything in between. No doubt about that. Number 10, the California Kid. I'm talking about Uriah Faber, 34 and 10. Of course, he held the WEC featherweight belt for over two years. Four-time UFC bantamweight title challenger. The best fighter never to win a UFC title ever fought in the UFC. The founder of Team Alpha Male and a world championship coach. 34 and 10, his last win in 2016 over Brad Pickett, the great Uriah Faber. Well, you've been listening to the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. We talk Miss Martial Arts. I thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Pedro Fernandez. 